Welcome to today's podcast from Coastline Calvary Chapel in Gulf Breeze, Florida. We hope this message encourages you and brings light into your life. This morning we're stepping out of, again, the book of Romans, and we're going to spend a lot of our time in Psalm 34. As we all know, we're in the middle of a global time of anxiety and fear. Our culture, our world is, is dealing with, well, all kinds of things, with wars, with locusts, with nuclear threats, extreme terrorist attacks, shooters, the collapse of our economy, politics, and now, obviously, a world pandemic. In Scripture, there's a man who's a real hero. He's an interesting figure in the Bible, and he almost seems, if you follow his life, he seems, he seems fearless. His name is David. I mean, think about David. In his youth as a shepherd, he, he makes this statement, I fought the lion, I, I fought the bear, and it seems like he does it almost barehanded. And he brings them down with his own strength. It was David as a young man who stood in the Valley of Elah when all of Saul's army was up on a hill with their armor and their weapons and all their military training. And they would not step a foot into the valley with the giant Goliath. But David did. And David did so in a way that, well, he, he seemed fearless. He was courageous. But, but in the Psalms many that David wrote about, he talks about fear and how he confronted fear. How to face fear, even though you have a kind of sense of inadequacy, but coming through it. See, there was a time in David's life when he was a part of the court of King Saul. And Saul grew jealous and envious of David because there was a song that was being sung through the kingdom. And it went like this. It was on the lips of all the people in the streets. It said, Saul has slain his thousands, but David has slain his tens of thousands. And David was taking prominence in the kingdom. And Saul, in his envy and his jealousy, decided to, well, he decided to kill David. And David fled for his life. And he was captured by the Philistines. Now, even though we're going to spend most of our time today in Psalm 34, I want to set the stage. I want you to listen to David as he's fleeing for his life. In 1 Samuel, he's brought before the king of the Philistines. And, and this is the story. Listen. Then David arose and fled that day from before Saul and went to Achish, the king of Gath. That's a Philistine king. And the servants of Achish said to him, Is this not David, the king of the land? Did they not sing of him to one another in dances? And here's what they said. Saul has slain his thousands and David his tens of thousands. Now David took these words to heart. And listen to what it says. He was much afraid. Afraid of Achish, the king of Gath. So he changed his behavior before them. He pretended madness in their hands. He scratched on the doors of the gate and his saliva fell down on his beard. He's acting like a madman. He's acting like a crazy man. And Achish said to his servants, look, you see this man? He's insane. 
Why have you brought him before me? Have I need of a madman that you have brought this fellow to play the madman in my presence? Shall this fellow come into my house? Basically, he's saying this. Get rid of this crazy guy. And David is doing this, as the scripture says, out of fear. He had fled from Saul. He had been hiding in caves, trying to preserve his own life. And during this time, well, that's when he wrote Psalm 34. David, in the midst of chaos, in the midst of fear, he pins these words. Listen to it. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. And my soul shall make its boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear of it and be glad. So in the, in the midst of fear, in, in the midst of being hunted down and, and everything against him, David says, I'll bless the Lord at all times. It literally means in all times. I will bless the Lord in all times. In this circumstance, in this situation, in a time when he's fearing for his life, pretending to be crazy, a madman being chased by Saul, confronted by the king of the Philistines. David, I mean, talk about social distancing. He's in caves. He's isolated. He, he has no comforts. Obviously, there's no electricity. There's, there's, there, there's nothing. No toilet paper. David's in a cave. He's hiding. He's going crazy. And he says, here's his words, I will bless the Lord in all times. See, our word for bless there is to give esteem, honor, or to lift up. The Hebrew word is a little different. It's a word that's taken from anatomy. It has to do with the knee. It has to do with the leg. And David is, is actually saying this, I will bend the knee. I will bow down to God. I will yield to his authority and his sovereignty, regardless of circumstance, regardless of fear, I will acknowledge his goodness and his greatness. And you want to say, David, uh, you're a refugee. You're, you're isolated. You're on the run. You're, you're acting crazy. There's saliva in your beard. There's scratching on the walls. There's, there's nowhere to go. And David's response is this. Praise shall continually be in my mouth, even in a cave, in isolation. When life is not what it's supposed to be, when I'm afraid, David says, I will bless the Lord at all times. If I can't go to work, if the shelves are empty in Walmart and Sam's and all the grocery stores, if I don't know about tomorrow, if the news is depressing, if I'm dealing with the pressure and the inconvenience of this virus, the overall message, if you will, of Psalm 34 is David bows the heart and he bows the knee and he bows his head to God's control over life. Now, now please listen. Please tune into this. God has not abandoned us. He's not indifferent He's not caught off guard or surprised by what's going on in the world, in our country, in our culture. He's not just left us to our own demise. Pa Paul says it like this in the book of Hebrews, and I'll read it to you from chapter 4. 
Paul says this, We have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God. So let us hold fast our confession. For we do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weaknesses, but was in all points tempted as we, yet without sin. Let us therefore, and this is the part we should focus on, come boldly to the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in the time of need. Jesus knew what it was like to be isolated, to be in a difficult place, in a dark garden before the crucifixion awaiting his capture. Jesus, you know the story. All alone, the disciples are sleeping. He, he cries out to the Father, Father, if it's possible, remove this cup, but not my will, but yours be done. Listen, David, in his time of uncertainty, and his time of fear, he says this as we look at Psalm 34, My soul shall make its boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear of it and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me, and let us exalt his name together. My soul, the, the humble, he says. A, a better word is the afflicted instead of the humble. Those who hurt, those who are fearful, those who are down. He says, listen, with all that's going on, the anxiety, the difficulties, the problems he's dealing with, and we're dealing with them, the hoarding, the craziness that's going on all around us. This is an incredible opportunity to be different, to bless the Lord in all times, to walk through the circumstances, not depressed, not fearful, not uptight, not attacking, not hoarding, being different, not depriving each other, but resting in his care and his peace and in his sovereignty. I will bless the Lord in all things. David, look where you are. He's resting, he's submitted, and he's trusting in the Lord. See, it's easy to bless the Lord when everything is good, when the economy's up, when the stock market is hitting all-time highs, when businesses are open, when toilet paper is plentiful, when disinfectant is easy to find, when the kids are in school. Anybody can stand up at that time and say, yeah, I bless the Lord, things are good. But what about when the shelves are empty and jobs are uncertain and schools are closed and trips are canceled and the stock market hits an all-time record low? David says, here's how I deal with it. Here's how I deal with fear, with difficult times. I bless the Lord and I boast about him. And the afflicted, the humble, shall hear of it. That's what he says. And shall be glad. It impacts others when you and I Stand firm upon who the Lord is with an attitude, with an activity that honors him. This is what David says. He says, oh, magnify the Lord with me. Let us exalt his name together. He, he's encouraging others who are perhaps down and out and isolated. In fact, he goes on in this psalm and he says in verse 4, I sought the Lord and he heard me. And listen to what he says. I sought the Lord, and he heard me, and he delivered me from all my fears. 
And that word sought there is a serious word. It's a sincere word. It's a, it's a very strong word. In other words, it means I really did pray. And I really did worship. And I trusted and I sought and I entered into that time. It wasn't just off the top of the head or casual. No, it's, it's a strong word. And he says, and because of that, as I focused my life and heart upon him, he delivered me. Not from Saul. Not from isolation. Not from circumstance. Not even from the Philistines. That's not what he delivered him from. He said, he delivered me from all my fears. It's like... He brought me out of the storm. You know, when my, when my kids were little, they're not anymore, and they lived with us, there'd be times when there would be things that they would be afraid of, a lightning storm or a noise in the house or something happens, and they would kind of cry out for the, from their rooms. And I'd usually say, Lynn, you, you need to go take care of it. Or, or I would, no, really, actually, I would get up, and I'd go see. And I would try to calm, maybe it was a bad dream or whatever it was, and try to settle and bring assurance and peace. And if an earthly dad will do that, if an earthly dad will get up and try to assure his children, bring peace to them, how much more will God the Father come to you and me during our times of fear? And he'll come to you if you'll seek him, if you'll listen to him. And he'll say things to you like, I'm here. Fear not, I'm with you. Did I not promise to you that I'd never leave you or forsake you? He, he goes on in this psalm and he says, uh, they looked to him and were radiant and their faces were not ashamed. I mean, even if you're fearful and, and fear's a real thing, anxieties uh, and, and being uptight, you don't have to be ashamed of that. I mean, everyone has a certain amount of fear at times. I remember one time, my, my first sermon that I ever gave, I was a student in college, and I got assigned a student ministry, and I had to go to a jail. And I preached my very first sermon in a jail. Not as a person who was arrested, but actually in student ministry. And, and I stood there in front of those bars, and, and I felt like, you know, gosh, I don't know, this is, this is the first time I'm all sweaty, my hands are sticking to the pages, and, and I talked about the prodigal son. And I told the story because I thought I related to it. I had wasted my life, I had been on drugs, I was a high school dropout, and I turned my back on everything I knew that was right, but yet God rescued me. He brought me home. And so I told that story of how maybe some of you are here and you need a father in heaven and he can rescue you and he can forgive you and he can give you a brand new start. And at the end, I didn't know if anyone was even listening. I said, if any of you in those cells right now feel like you want to respond or you want the Lord, just kind of put your hand outside the bar and I'll come down and pray with you. And I thought, well, uh, that, that's not going to happen. Deep inside, I was thinking that. And then I saw a couple of hands go out. And I walked down to where these guys were. This was in Bradenton, Florida, near Lakeland. And I got to talking to these two guys and found out they were two surfers who grew up on the Gulf Coast. And they listened to my testimony, my story, and they related to it. And it reminded me, because I felt so inadequate and so weak, of the Lord saying, my grace is sufficient for you 
in your weakness. See, see, please know this. It's not about you and I being strong all the time or having it all together. When, when, when we're weak, when we're fearful, when we're uncertain, when we're not sufficient, we can be surrendered and we can be dependent on the Lord. David says this, and this will be the last verse I'll read from Psalm 34. He says, the poor man cried out, verse 6 of Psalm 34, and the Lord, the Lord heard him. David is speaking of himself. He doesn't say the hero of Israel cried out. He doesn't say the one who killed the giant cried out, and of course God listened to him. He doesn't say the anointed king, and that's who David was at this time. He doesn't say the anointed king cried out, and of course God listened to him. He doesn't even say the great athlete or the great musician or the great poet or the great leader. And David was all of those things. He says, the poor man cried out. For that's how David saw himself at this time. Compared to his circumstances and his situations and the greatness of God, he said, the the poor man cried out. Listen to what he says. The poor man cried out and the Lord heard him. And he saved him out of all of his troubles. And the word troubles here means limited, restricted, confined, tied up. And so the Lord sees us in the time of our troubles, times of our restrictions, our limitations, our fears. And when we bow our knee before him, when we humble ourselves to him, well, he responds. He encamps around those who fear him and he delivers them. See, I believe that's who God is. That's what he'll do. In fact, listen to this as we, as we close out the message today. J- just tune into these few verses. I will bless the Lord in all my times and his praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul shall make his boast in the Lord, and the humble shall hear of it and be glad. And then he says this, and this is what I want to encourage you, me, all of us who are are watching online and listening and asking God for direction. He says this, O magnify the Lord with me, and let us, let us exalt the Lord together. And so during this time, of anxiety and fear and uncertainty, let's bless the Lord. We hope you enjoyed today's podcast. Join us again as we dive into the scripture, going verse by verse here at Coastline Calvary Chapel.